At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And today we're going to talk about the fine line between success and failure. Wow, what a difference just a couple days make. I was on the road for over a week and a half and my daughter was like, had a bunch of uncertainty. She was waking up in the middle of the night. She was, she was just acting out. And over just over the couple of days, she knows daddy's here. She knows daddy's going to be coming back after, after her day of, of daycare. And like, she's now sleeping through the night again. She's now just back to her old self. So it's crazy. The certainty that parents bring to the situation. So I was thinking over the last couple of days, like how fine of a line it is between success and failure. It's such a fine line. Even this morning, right? This morning, I moved my cell phone over just two inches. It wasn't like 20 feet. It was two inches. I moved it over, right? And because I moved it over those two inches, when I woke up or when I heard my alarm go off, I couldn't just reach over in my bed and just hit the snooze button. I actually had to get up and turn my alarm off. And by me getting up and getting out of bed and and having to turn my alarm off, activated my mind. And once I was up, I was ready to go. And when I was ready to go, that allowed me to get out in front of all of the things that we have going on in the organization, right? I got a chance to do my reading. I got a chance to continue to build out the platforms for my team to be successful. And when I do that, the business always operates at a higher level. And it was, you know, it's only two inches. Like if my phone was two inches closer to me, I probably would have just hit the snooze button. You know, it's something that's hard, you know, hard for me to admit, you know, like I love to sleep. I'm not one of those guys that are like, ah, sleep is for when I die. You know what I mean? I love to sleep. So I got the same problem that everybody has, right? If that snooze button was right there where I could easily reach over and hit it, I probably would have hit it. But I know that my organization can't be successful. I can't be successful if I don't take the actions that are required for us to be successful. And then that means moving my phone over two inches so that I can't reach it from in bed. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because I understand how fine of a line it is between success and failure. Yes, because I did get up, my organization was able to be successful. But if I don't get up, and if I don't get up enough days in a row, then I'm gonna fall behind on my work, the organization is gonna fall behind on its work, and the team is gonna lose confidence in me. 
which is going to create failure for the organization. So it's such a fine line. It's not like this huge gap where you all of a sudden it's like, I'm living in DC and now I got to move to London to be successful. No, it's, it's literally two inches. Even going back to our proposals that we put together for our projects, right? Like we had a situation where we missed that there was a sheet piling system that would be required to hold back all this dirt for us to go ahead and install this oil water separator. You know, it's not like a huge thing. Like it's not, you're not like, oh my God, like you missed some that, right? No, it's a very small, subtle detail, right? We carried the oil water separator. We had excavation for the oil water separator. But the small detail that we missed is that when we do that excavation, it's right next to this concrete driveway. And we're going to undermine that driveway because we're going down 18 feet deep. So we're going to have to install sheet piles that are 25 feet deep so that we can go down the 18 feet deep plus another two feet for stone. So it's really 20 feet deep and still not undermine the concrete roadway, the driveway. It's a subtle detail. We didn't miss the oil water separator. We didn't miss the excavation. We didn't miss the manpower to go ahead and do the work, but we missed the, the, the sheet piling system. And again, that project turned into a nightmare because of that situation, because now all of a sudden we had to, we had to come up with the additional resources to go ahead and fund that situation. That's not fun for anybody. It was definitely a miss and my subcontractor owned it. I owned it. We had all own it because it was, it's such a big number that it would have put one of us in big trouble if we didn't all own it. Even going back to the flooring company that we purchased, right? Over the last year, we've done a lot of like just small tweaks, nothing crazy. 90% of the, the team members are still there. We didn't change, you know, to change the name of the business. We didn't change what we do. Like all small, 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 subtle tweaks. What were some of those tweaks? Well, the first six months of the year, we realized we were losing money. The first six months of the year, we realized we were losing money. And the reason why we realized we were losing money is because our margin was off. We were going off the same margin that the previous business owner did. And now all of a sudden we had more team members, we had more, we had more staff, we had more overhead because we were trying to provide a, a hassle-free construction for our customers. So our margin was off and because our margin was off, we were losing money the first six months of the year. We also weren't as efficient so we made some small, subtle tweaks in our scheduling, our projection of how we're going to execute on the jobs. And those small, subtle tweaks made a massive difference. We made the business profitable by the end of the year. It wasn't as profitable as it could have been. We didn't hit our, our original target of 40% gross margin or above that, right? But we still were profitable. And now we have an asset that is running like a well-oiled machine and we're just going to continue to double down and dig deeper into it. The difference between success and failure is very subtle, very small. It's not like a drastic difference. But the difference means the difference for the success of the business. We just went down to the 10X Ladies event, right? And I brought 13 of my team members. And I knew that this event was gonna create some sort of a situation. It was either gonna, two things were gonna happen. 
either people were going to be now all of a sudden bought into the nth degree, like 10x everything, or we're going to have some people that were going to blow out. They just were like, hey, I'm not, this is not what I'm, this is not what I'm excited about. This is not what I'm looking to do with my life. I'm not committed to this thing. So, hey, this ain't me. So there's one or two things going to happen, right? One of those two things were going to happen. I didn't know which was going to happen, but one of, I knew at least one of those two things would happen. So we had a team member that came to that event and they showed up late on Friday you know, I'm like, here we got a situation where we're doing we're doing a breakfast Friday and we're doing a breakfast Saturday. And then you have time to spend time with me. You have time to spend time with the rest of the team members. You have time to ask any questions you want to ask. Like, those are opportunities that you can't miss. That's like my mentor, Brandon, having a breakfast and saying, hey, Oliver, come over to the breakfast. I'm going to be there. And me missing it. Now all of a sudden I can't ask the questions that I want to ask. Now all of a sudden I can't see how the person that I'm looking up to lives his life. All those subtle things mean the difference in the success of who you're going to be. Getting those nitty gritty questions, those very subtle questions answered could be the difference between you being successful and you being unsuccessful. From you being a millionaire and you not being a millionaire. From you having a net worth of $10 million and you not having a net worth of $10 million. From you running a $100 million company, are you not running a $100 million company? So that team member decided to miss both breakfasts on Friday and Saturday. Very subtle things. Very subtle things. But that subtle thing showed the organization that we're out of alignment with this person. And that they're no longer a fit for the organization. Because they're not willing to do whatever it takes to make the success a success. And then it comes out that the person's late every day to work. So it's even more of a reason why the person's out of alignment with where the organization is going. So the difference between success and failure isn't a massive change. It's, it's this very subtle, very small differences. But once you understand those differences between success and failure, you can make your life whatever you dreamed of it being. Not only for yourself, but for your family and for your team. And when you can do that, you're going to have a life of significance. Not just a life of success. Like a life of success, according to John Maxwell, is having financial resources. Being successful is making money. But having a life of significance is showing people how to be successful. How many people do you know they don't even understand how to be successful? Like our teachers don't show it. Our parents oftentimes don't know how to show us to be successful. Like my mom was great at showing me how to be successful in a family atmosphere. She didn't know business as well as my dad did. And my dad showed me how to be successful in business. But my dad didn't show me how to be successful in a family atmosphere. And once I was able to understand that, like, I have to take things from certain people and not take certain things from certain people and pick and choose what's going to benefit my life based off of that person's ability, then I could become successful. Or I could become or create the life that I always dreamed of which was also to have success, 
but to also have significance. And significance is showing other people how to be successful. So I can leave a legacy. You know, I've always invested in buildings. I've always, you know, constructed things. I've always renovated things. And yes, they may last for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, maybe 100 years. It might be outdated by then, but (laughs) it might last. But imagine if I impact my family, my team. And then they impact their family and their team. And they're talking about the impact that we all had on each other. And then their family starts talking about it to their family. And then all of a sudden you're leaving a a long lasting impact. I mean, look at like, look at Jesus. I mean, we're talking about him. How many years later? I mean, for good or for bad. I mean, how many years later are we talking about him? He must have impacted somebody's life. It wasn't just about the things that he built, but it's the stories, right? Those stories have, have lasted for hundreds and hundreds of years. So continue to just make the small differences in your life for you to be successful. Take the good, leave the bad, but figure out how you need to respond to situations so that you and your organization can be successful and continue to build your legacy. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.